The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Spiritual Ecstasy with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. I welcome you all with love. And my name is Dr. Gabriel Cousins, and the program I'm welcoming you to is the Spiritual Ecstasy on the channel of uh, Superpowers of the Soul. And my background is as a uh, psychiatrist and family therapist and a uh, teacher of uh, relationships and also a, a holistic physician and a homeopath, also noted as a spiritual teacher internationally, teaching at least 42 different countries, as well as a father and a grandfather, and also a Native American sun dancer for four years. Um, and teaching about diabetes, how to heal diabetes naturally. Uh, in my book, There is a Cure for Diabetes. So I come with a, a very broad background. The topic today is a fun topic, which is love is the fountain of youth. Love is the fountain of youth. What makes me say that? Well, besides the fact that it's true, what makes me say that? Well, what we know is that people who are in a consistent loving relationship tend to live 49% longer. That is a statement itself. Uh, in other words, a happy marriage or happy relationship, however we talk about it, is more important for longevity than diet and exercise and even being fastidious in all the aspects of your life. Now, that is interesting. So before I go into that, we are going to take a, uh, a short break. Um, and I want to, again, note that you're listening to uh, spiritual ecstasy and superpowers of the soul. My name is Dr. Gabriel Cousins. I teach a variety of courses. You can find me at drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co. I have a variety of programs for people, sacred relationship programs, fasting, spiritual fasting programs, uh, special programs for uh, healing the negative thought forms of the mind. And we have regular uh, channels, uh, teachings on every Thursday, depending on what time zone you are. You can find that at drcousins.com or treeoflife.mn.co to find the whole schedule. And now we're going to go to a break. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. 
If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Dr. Cousins on the program Spiritual Ecstasy on the channel Superpowers of the Soul. And our topic today, which is really a fun topic, of course, is love is the fount of youth. Now, is that just a nice thing to say, or is there some proof for that? And indeed, there is proof for that. Uh, what we find, what researchers found, that when people are in consistent, loving relationships, they have 49% less mortality. That means they live longer. And uh, if people are part of a good social network, they have 45% less mortality, and therefore they live longer. The only personal uh, behavior uh, pattern that seems to give a longevity comparatively, even not even close, is being conscientious, which is 44%. And it's nowhere near as fun. So what's going on? How is it that social interactions are connected with longevity? I'm just going to mention some other uh, points. <clears throat> One of them is on the island of Sardinia, which has the most amount of people, six times the amount of centurions than other places in the world, okay, Men live to the equal length as women. And usually, like in the United States, uh, women live five years longer. What's the thing that sociologists kind of sorted out that uh, makes it different? Is socialization of the men. Generally speaking, why women live longer and are healthier is that they socialize more. And on the island of Sardinia, the men at all ages, are considered a part of the social network. And that's why they live to the equal length of age as women. The men are part of the social network. So key is being part of the social network. There is also research shows that, yes, married couples clearly live longer. Um, and if people are divorced, the women tend to live longer than the men uh, unless they are in another type of social relationship. Men who do not engage in social relationships, and men don't seem to be as social as women, live the least long. What's the message? Well, okay, in a simple way, love is the bond of youth and Social, or let's say consistent social relationships are key to longevity. Consistent social relationships. And what we know from other studies in terms of people being part of groups, again, people who are part of a group tend to live longer. 
and people who aren't part of a group. doesn't matter what the group is. It could be a church group. It could be a social group in different ways. They tend, if they're part of a group, live longer. So there's some uh, message here. And part of that message is also being picked up by people over the age of 65 who are divorced is that there's been a big jump in people uh, since 1960 uh, as compared to uh, 2013, is that uh, just 34% of the people over the age of 65 in 1960 got remarried. But by 2013, 50% of the people over 65 got remarried. There's a message here, and the message is, yes, it's con- it's connected with well-being and longevity. And behind that, of course, is the importance of love. And our society, as we go more to being computers and relating to computers, that becomes increasingly important. What they did find out is time on Facebook made no difference whatsoever. So that's just uh, that's kind of uh, kind of fun for you to, to think about. Um, and the other research, like uh, the British Medical Journal, shows that uh, people with poor social connections had a twenty nine percent increase in in uh, uh, heart disease and a thirty two percent increase in stroke. So the data is coming from a variety of places. They also People in healthy relationships uh, or in relationships, I'm going to say, had lower blood pressures, better pain tolerance, increased immunity, and less uh, frequent common colds. So we are looking from a variety of different research over a period of many, many, many years, we're, we're finding the back to uh, the key thing. Love is the fountain of youth. Relationship is key to longevity. And a Harvard study showed that uh, close relationships uh, create happiness more than money or power creates happiness. Uh, so in a sense, a happy relationship, I didn't say relationship. Now I'm really saying happy relationship here is a key to, uh, longevity. And in essence, uh, research by George Valiant, uh, MD, who's a researcher at Harvard, um, basically says loneliness kills. So key is living in a way that you feel connected and no longer uh, So um, these are a kind of starting points in seeing the big picture. Now, one of the other questions to this is, well, how come? I mean, that's a, a reasonable thing to ask. Why? Why, why is this the case? And one of the reasons is that social interactions activate 
uh, a youthing hormone, uh, what I would call a youthing hormone, called oxytocin. Now, what is this oxytocin? Oxytocin that we most know about, including myself, is what women experience being uh, kind of activated in breastfeeding. So they'll feel that tingling in the nipples and it's like a, it's a release of this, of this hormone. And it's nature's way of, of uh, encouraging breastfeeding, which isn't always so comfortable, but there's an oxytocin release. Now, what we're seeing is oxytocin release is not just related to women breastfeeding. It turns out that in any uh, uh, active real relationship, uh, the men, the women, and even animals, if you're doing, they did research with animals, looking at their owner's eye to eye, staring in their owner's eye, and the animal's oxytocin also increased. So this is not just an animal, a uh, human phenomenon, but it includes a relationship with animal phenomena. Now that's kind of interesting. Um, I kind of got interested in oxytocin uh, because, uh, because I'm kind of very sensitive and I could, I could feel uh, a certain tingling oxytocin uh, in my own kind of physiology, breasts and so forth. So it's like, whoa, what is going on here? So I began doing this research on it because I'm always curious about what's going on with myself. And what we see is, and I'm going to call oxytocin the elixir of youth, because oxytocin actually does that. It is the youthing hormone. Um, it is anti-inflammatory, which, of course, inflammation is part of chronic aging. So when you're having a lot of oxytocin release, hey, there's a lot less pain in your life, physical pain. There's a lot less inflammation. Okay. And amazingly enough, increased oxytocin in your life. And this is really kind of interesting, Okay actually increases neuron production in your brain. Now, that's interesting. Increased oxytocin in your life increases neuron production in your brain. Wow. Okay, in adult brains. Okay? And it reduces uh, pain in general, anti-inflammatory. It uh, counters the tendency of osteoporosis and actually stimulates bone growth. Um, it decreases cortisol, which is the aging hormone. Okay. Um, now, when people are in relationship and they're having an oxytocin response to each other, which is, again, the uh, connecting hormone, the love hormone, it increases trust in the relationship. So, if, um, and I'm kind of half joking, but I'm really not joking. If you're near somebody and you start feeling oxytocin release in your body, that's a pretty good sign that that person's very important for you. That's kind of worth considering.
in, in that in that picture. It oxytocin is uh, associated with increased love and relationship. It's also associated with an increased dopamine, and dopamine is the uh, hormone, the neurotransmitter that actually activates uh, the pleasure centers. So oxytocin is activating your, your, your dopamine release and therefore activating your pleasure centers. Um, oxytocin is also associated with a decrease in rate of uh, chronic disease. Um, now that remind, that brings us to a very interesting quote from Shakespeare, which I find fascinating because he obviously had figured this out. I mean, yeah, did they, did they know it was oxytocin? Of course not. But they did know something. So what he said is, uh, frame your mind to mirth in merriment, which bars a thousand hearts and lengthens life. That's the interesting quote. So he got it figured out. Now, I talked about the idea of, of obviously a turned on uh, long-term relationship, a marital relationship or long-term without officially being legal is, is your prime evidence. But they also found that this longevity effect can also be uh, experienced if you have one or two special friends where you're spending time at least one time a week. Now, it's not as intense as a daily relationship, but still increases the oxytocin and seems to increase longevity. Um, and also, if people have like five more intimate and uh, closer friends. So, but... The one or two very special friends, like you're seeing them at least once a week, you're connecting in that way. Uh, that's pretty important. So in the long term, people who are married live longer, have less, less risk of heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, and depression. Okay? Um, so that's kind of the, the, you know, bigger picture in the story. Now we're going through some of the physiology of it as well. And now there's another piece to this. But so what we've seen and kind of summary before I go too much further is relationships, healthy, loving relationships are the fountain of youth. And now we're seeing a basis of some of that fountain of youth is they stimulate the release of oxytocin, which we can feel in a variety of ways. I mentioned, uh, you know, almost like a tingling in the system, and it's measurable. And it's it's not just men and women, but it's it's even with animals. And one of the researchers said, just staring at someone's eyes in a loving way can actually increase that uh, release of oxytocin. So we have a true youth hormone and we have an explanation why love is the fountain of youth. Now we're going to go a little further. 
And this has to do with how that works in relationship. The researchers have said something very interesting, which uh, I wasn't uh, uh, as aware of, let's say. So it's not that you have to be happy with your spouse, okay? But a happy spouse is connected with a longer and happier life. Think about that for a second. A happy spouse is connected with a longer and happier life. So what it's saying is not you, but the well-being and consciousness of your spouse affects the quality of your life. So if your spouse is happy, okay, and I'm using the word life satisfaction, is what I'm saying, okay? Uh, and life satisfaction, in a sense, is, is uh, being satisfied with life, I'm going to say, uh, actually improves your longevity. So it's who you hang around with in your intimate circle really does affect your sense of happiness and your longevity. So it's good to hang around with happy people rather than depressed people. That's, that's what we're saying. And I don't call that a no-brainer because the researchers had to really point this out. It isn't as clear. So, and the terms they use is life satisfaction and lower relationship satisfaction and a partner with lower relationship satisfaction. These are your three factors that create a higher mortality rate and are associated with less happiness in your own life. I'm going to repeat that because it's a subtle concept. It's, it is a really concept that says the life satisfaction of your spouse is extremely important in your life satisfaction and in your happiness. So that's kind of new research, what, what, what I'm saying, okay? And then they also found is if a partner is happier, this is what they found in their studies. If you marry someone who's already happy, then uh, the, and then they go unhappy over time. There, there was a decrease in mortality. But if they're already unhappy and you go unhappy under time, that whole unhappiness is amplified and it decreases your life uh, joy and happiness. And so if you're looking at not being feeling happy, you may want to look at what's a steadier partner. And that's a pretty big deal. So this is a key teaching. What's that key teaching? The partner's life satisfaction. I didn't say happiness, but they're connected. Your partner's life satisfaction affects your health and longevity. And it appears to have almost more, and I'm not sure exactly with the comparative uh, effect on you than, than your own satisfaction. 
Um, so it's it's a pretty big deal. So what the research is saying in a variety of ways is the happiness or sadness or depression or anxiety of your partner affects you, decreases your lifespan and actually decreases your life satisfaction, your well-being and your sense of happiness. That is a pretty heavy statement, but this is what the researchers are, are showing. Um, now, we also know that it also, a, a person who feels stress increases your stress. And what, what, what difference does that make? Well, stress increases cortisol. Well, what difference does that make? Cortisol shortens your telomere length. Telomeres, the length of your telomeres are associated with longevity. The longer your telomeres, the longer you live. And so what we're saying is stress, lack of life satisfaction, what we're talking about here, okay? Uh, and reversing a happy spouse means longer life for you, okay? And these things also trigger insulin resistance, uh, that's a little bit how I got into this research because insulin resistance is what we deal with where we're healing diabetes, okay? Type 2 diabetes. And uh, the stress also kind of increases anxiety, increases depression. And so we are really affected by the people around us. Not just temporarily, but literally our health, our well-being, and our longevity. Now, that's important. Are there are other things that make a difference. So I don't want to say that's the only thing. We know that meditation increases your telomere length by 43%. We know that exercise really, really helps too. So your lifestyle in general makes a difference. But it turns out what makes the biggest difference is a healthy and happy long-term relationship. 49% longer longevity. That's one statistic. But again, the other statistic is the happiness is related to your partner. Your partner's state of life satisfaction affects your state. That's new information, okay? And uh, it's not just happy spouse, happy, happy life, but happy spouse, longer life, and greater life satisfaction. So now we've looked at the big picture, and that really takes us back to Love is the elixir of longevity. That's the summary of everything we're talking about. And a long-term loving relationship actually has a very significant, in fact, more significant than any other health habit. And I don't think relationship is a health habit, but in any other than exercise and breathing exercises and eating right. The biggest factor in longevity and happiness is a happy partner. 
I just am fascinated by it. Uh, so choose well you tend to be associated with. And understand that we are social beings. And as social beings, we have a tremendous effect on each other. So there's an old saying, no man or I'm going to say, or woman is an island. And that's what we're saying. So the take-home message is love is the elixir of life. And what's our homework with this? Look to see in your life where you can nurture or create loving, long-term, happy, uplifting relationships. Not just comfort. Don't settle for comfort. Don't settle for, you know, uh, the, the ease. We're saying the act of love and upliftment that we're looking at. That's a key to longevity. And, and that's what makes it fun. So look in your life where you can, this is your task, where you can uh, identify uh, uh, loving relationships and give it more energy, give it value, give it meaning. So my, uh, just to, to review, uh, my name's Dr. Gabriel Cousins, family therapist, psychiatrist, holistic physician, physician of the soul. You can find me at drcousins.com. You can uh, find me at treeoflife.mn.co. You can see all my programs, uh, spiritual fasting retreats, relationships, sacred relationship programs, um, uh, programs that help you clear the negative thought forms of the mind, uh, as well as regular Thursday uh, teachings and transmissions that go all over the world. All that is available. Uh, I also have 13 books. My last book is Into the Nothing. So there's uh, books on nutrition, books on diabetes, and birth, uh, books on really helping you become kind of a, a greater uh, expression of who you who you meant to be so i bless everyone with understanding the importance of love in your life and understanding the importance of relationship and making the effort i bless you with the power to make the effort successfully to enhance all levels of your social relationship and your intimate relationships. Amen. Aho. Omadakuas. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.